Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast, July 24th edition, post-WWE Battleground, brought to you by DraftBeast.com and on it. Go to our podcast page at Fightful.com. We now have audio versions up, both streaming and direct download. Click that on it link, support the show. I am joined by our great correspondent, our great reporter. I saw this guy's oh. work on Cage Side Seats. I'll tell you guys. He ain't much to look at, but, <laughs> but oh, here yeah. he is. Tell the people who have uh, inundated me with, with requests of how to pronounce your last name. Oh, yeah? Uh, my last name is uh, Pawlowski. Um, very easy to spell. P-A-W-L-O-W-S-K-I. Hard to pronounce on first reading, but uh, yeah. So, uh, oh, you Alex, be- you've written call me Alex. Well, as you know, we will refer to you as Pow! Pow! <laughs> And that's how it's done. <laughs> Guys, you may have seen recaps and live coverage on other sites. You can only get this guy's recaps at Fightful.com. And I saw them on Cage Side Seats. I think you covered uh, main event and superstars. And I was like, I need this guy covering Raw and pay-per-views. So we went out and got him, and I couldn't be happier. Also, in case you all didn't get some of that Sunday reading, he wrote a story about a man, a 61-year-old Canadian man, Boxing the piss out of a bear. Not literal piss. That's right. Not, Not literal, literal piss. piss. Figurative yes. piss. Figurative but, uh, piss. Yeah, now he apparently he had the bear scouted because he said that all bears are usually right-handed. So he was prepared and he I guess he got that left up to block the shot and it popped it right on the nose. The story is on our fightful.com boxing section, uh, if you all haven't checked it out. But yeah. Uh Alex is going to be carrying a lot of our recaps in the future for, for pro wrestling. He and Ryan cook. And I had to have Alex on this website for the direction that we wanted to take for, you know, the interviews that we do for the podcasts that we do for even the recap that we do. We wanted to be able to give our viewers something they couldn't get at other websites that have been around for a while. So we're going to talk, uh, WWE battleground in which you covered Alex. So anything that I may have missed, while I was sitting over here sipping sweet tea, you know, be sure to correct um, me. Yeah, I mean, uh, a pretty great pay-per-view for, you know, what everyone considers to be a B-show, you know? I um, agree. It's that weird thing leading up into SummerSlam. It's it's still both brands on it. Um, this weird, everyone kind of thought it was just going to lead to SummerSlam. There would be nothing else to it. But I thought some of the matches were excellent. 
I did too. Also, I want to take some time before we get into Battleground. I want to thank the people, all the people who tuned, tuned into our uh, post-UFC on Fox 20 show last night. I went solo. Showdown Joe had the night off. Our second most listened to podcast so far. So uh, thank you all very much. It is coming to iTunes and Stitcher very soon. We start marketing the website. I think next week we're gonna, we've got some new features to roll out. We have forums. Uh, we are adding discus to our comment boards on, on each story. I know that a lot of you wanted that. We, we had thought about going with a members-only type of thing, but you all asked for discus, and I'm giving you guys what you want. So let's let's get into this this WWE Battleground show. We we started off with uh, the highly anticipated Brizongo versus Uso Brothers matchup. It should uh, Brizongo took highly anticipated. Brizongo took home the win. Uh, some people were surprised, but the Usos are already established to the level in which they are going to be established. But I think this helped out uh, Brizongo a little bit, Alex. Well, not only did it help out Brizongo, but uh, I think it helped out. Uh... SmackDown, because we saw the draft and thought maybe they kind of got the shaft when it comes to tag teams. So we got to get a start some kind of intrigue there. I mean, you got the club, uh, the New Day and uh, Enzo and Cass on Raw. You know, you know, we have people like the Vaudevillains and Brizongo and the Usos on uh, on SmackDown. So let's start a feud going so we can lead it into something maybe start something else. I'm, I'm hoping for Uso's heel turn, but that's probably too much to hope for at this point. Yeah, not a whole lot to talk about in regards to Brizango and the Usos. But we got some newsworthy stuff right off the bat on the Battleground show. Sasha Banks and her mystery partner against Charlotte and Dana Brooke. And it had been teased on the pre-show. I think they threw out the names Lita, Nia Jax, Summer Rae. Could you imagine? And Nikki Bella. And Nikki Bella who is definitely not ready to come back yet by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. So um, it ended up being Bailey. I was thrilled until oh, yeah. JBL made a point to reiterate numerous times that it's a one-shot deal. Were you disappointed by this, Alex? The well, one-shot deal, not the appearance. No, I always, I always thought that if she did show up, it would be a one-shot deal. Um, I, uh, because I feel like they're going to keep her firmly in NXT – until at least Brooklyn, um, because you don't want her. I, mean, I feel like it's difficult to sell the idea that Bailey is truly competing for the NXT women's title if she's actually a member of SmackDown or Raw, because we know they're not going to put the NXT women's title on her if she's actually on Raw or SmackDown. So uh, I thought it was a good thing just to have that, because at this point, if they had brought out literally Anybody else? They could have brought out Trish Stratus or Alundra Blaze. Nobody, they would, nobody would have cared about any of them except for Bailey. So it was a good thing that they gave us what we wanted in that at that moment. And uh, I mean, you could tell, like all the smarts in the audience were just, you know, crying tears of joy. I think everybody in the audience was. She has oh, that yeah. unique appeal. I tweeted a picture that I took at the Arnold Classic this year, and in that picture, you see grown men, um, kids, teenage men or teenage boys, rather, little girls, old women, grown women, <laughs> everybody overjoyed that Bailey is just standing near them. That's something special that you don't get, and barring any catastrophic booking out of WWE, she can really be something special. She can, um, she can be that female John Cena and appeal to a demographic in which 
John Cena doesn't even seem to get. Uh, so that that's very, very special. Sasha Banks got the win here, tapping out Charlotte. Needed to to set up that SummerSlam match. Right. Alex, I, I do like that they're doing the the whole angle that Charlotte has just been ducking Sasha Banks. We see it work in MMA with like yep. Ronda Rousey and Cyborg. It seems like it's 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 causing controversy. Um Charlotte's title reign, over 300 days now, longer than Nikki Bella's reign uh, when you add them up. Uh, you think there's any way that Charlotte manages to hold on to this title for longer than one more month? No, not a chance. I mean, they've been, they've been holding on to Sasha for so long. I mean, I honestly felt like post-WrestleMania, um, they, didn't, they weren't going to put it on Sasha until SummerSlam. They knew they weren't, so they held Sasha off TV so, like, you know, out of sight, out of mind, maybe it would stop the We Want Sasha chance during random Becky Lynch and Summer Rae, you know, matches. So uh, they were trying to, like, keep her out of focus until they were ready to give her this mega push. I think she's, I think she's winning clean at SummerSlam. Uh, and what I would love to see is at that moment after she wins, for Bailey to come out and kind of have a respect challenge. Like, now it's – Bailey will have lost the night before to Asuka – She'll be have, have said everyone's doing a thank you Bailey chant. She's done, and the next night she can come out at SummerSlam and res- and have a nice respect. Let's see who's the better woman uh, challenge to uh, to Sasha. I think that would be great. Yeah, it's like they they really did think that people were going to forget about it, and it, it's weird to me to keep your most over talent of any gender, any particular gender, off TV for the extended yeah. amount of time that they did. I know yeah. that Sasha was battling. You know, a little injury, uh, but there were times when she wasn't and she was kept off TV. Right, right. I mean, the, there was the post-WrestleMania Raw where all the women were out there and then everyone left except for Natty to challenge uh, to challenge Charlotte, which was like not what we wanted. And uh, and then at that point, she was fully healthy, but she wasn't on TV for, for weeks. So yeah, they were they knew what they were doing at that point, what they wanted to do anyway. We have a lot of people asking if we think they're going to institute a second women's title. I really hope not because that would dilute what they have worked to establish. Yeah. Also, no. they only have like five or six women on each have, individual roster, Alex. I, 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 was, I was doing a little research for my, uh, for my Superstars recap yesterday. <laughs> uh, I just want to so stop yes, you right uh, there. I just want to stop you right there, guys. Could you imagine doing research for a Superstars recap? That's the type of dedication that I'm getting out of my team at Fightful.com because I'll tell you guys, I'll tell you firsthand, I've covered superstars for the last two years and I didn't research once unless I was researching when was the last time so-and-so existed in the universe. Oh, here they are on superstars. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt, Alex. No, uh, no, no, it's fine. No, uh, there was a, there was a, uh, a Summer Ray and Alicia Fox match on Superstars. That was one of two matches on Superstars. That's the kind of quality they're putting out. And uh, it was a decent match, but I was watching it going, this is two out of the seven women that are on Raw. Like that's, and, they're, they're, and then there are six women on SmackDown. That's your entire women's division. Like you have to have one belt that floats. I don't know how they're going to manage it. I mean, maybe... Sasha wins it uh, on Raw, and a SmackDown woman challenges her for it the next month. And they kind of like every month they go back and forth. But, yeah, they, there's no way they can support two. I mean, I, I, do, I do not want to see the Alicia Fox-Summer Rae feud for the title on Raw. 
just want to mention you're getting pretty good reviews in our comment section, Alex. So oh, good. They, they, they don't usually take well to new people, to strangers. <laughs> you, you show up on the Fightful.com podcast offering them candy, trying to get them into your van, and they're biting on your offer, my friend. Well, I only use the highest quality candy. That's true. No, no Tootsie Rolls for me. You get those Werther's Originals. That's right. You're ready. You are ready. Uh, Sasha Banks won, sets up the match at uh, SummerSlam. Next match, New Day, Wyatt Family. If I would have told you four or five years ago that the crowd would be foaming at the mouth, excited on their feet over a face-off between one Husky Harris and one Consequences Creed of Team Pac-Man, the greatest team of all time as a Cincinnati fan, I'll say that. These two guys deserved it. The amount of work oh, yeah. that these that these guys have put in, and I just there are there are several things I want to touch on in this match. Great crowd, um, oh, fan fist. Yeah, the the Wyatt family for all you know the weirdness that goes on with them and mm-hmm. the stop and start pushes. They're still really over. Braun Strowman not a great worker without a doubt, no. but that man tries his best to bump his ass he off. Does. He, he does. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to get a lot of chances to bump, so I'm just going to bump like I, I want to die. <laughs> Speaking yeah. about wanting to die, Alex, Big yes. E desperately wants oh, to man. kill himself. That was not good. That was not good. See, the whole thing that I, I love that spot, the, the crazy spear through the ropes to the guy standing on the apron spot is one I will pop for every time. But he decided he was going to do that into a brick wall. Like, you can do that into, you know, one of the shining stars and knock them into the barricade. But you do that into Braun Strowman, he's not going to give much. So there was no momentum for him past the apron, and he just landed right on top of his head. I, I honestly thought there might have been something wrong there, but they never mentioned it again. So oh, he's, he's okay. I had our friend, uh, friend of the site, Nick Gator, updated us. Said he got up, walked away. He was absolutely fine. Oh, good. Um, but... Yeah, you remember when the Usos used to start – they started clipping their, like, knees on the top rope when they would do that dive, and it got really yeah. scary for a while. Yeah. Then when they came back, they started to hold down the rope for each other, make it a lot yeah. easier. I don't know what you could do. Maybe have Xavier uh, yeah. do, do the old stand on the middle rope, hold the top rope, right. something of that nature. I'm yeah. starting to fear for Big E. Now, I realize that he has a neck that is made out of – Right, insane substances, but <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, but a fun match. The crowd was into it. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the match all the way through. I thought it was a really great uh, use of in ring storytelling. You know, starting out with 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 Xavier getting into the ring with Braun to prove that he's not scared, and then Bray tagging himself in, and Creed. <laughs> I mean, the uh, Woods immediately getting scared which is a really cool way to set up later in the match when, uh, when they we had that face-off and then Woods just went nuts, like saved Kingston from the Sister Abigail and did all these great, you know, running drop kicks and stuff uh, and then just tried to do a rolling elbow to the wrong dude and uh, got caught by Strowman. It was, I mean, I, I really enjoyed all that. It's great. Now, they're getting split. Strowman mm-hmm. is going to Raw. Rowan and Wyatt to SmackDown, there was, you know, no indication that no, like, you know, I thought maybe the Wyatt family would lose and then maybe they turn on Strowman or something of that nature. It didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, New Day, the tag champions 
have lost their two like big time six man tag matches on pay per view this year. Yes, I mean maybe maybe there are some other ones that 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 uh, that I'm overlooking, but I don't remember any. Yeah, but they're going different ways. Why family won the feud by all indications. So yeah, at least yeah. That. I mean yeah, that's there's there's no other possible blow off match now. I mean, so. Zack Ryder versus Rusev. This match was what it was. Rusev won. Something I would like to note. I do. I hate the accolade as a finish. I really do. But I like that they're having Rusev do that, the new version where he falls on his back. But I'll say from a shoot perspective, it is much easier to get out of that version right. than the regular version. Yeah. Um, Rusev beat Ryder. Lana came out looking wonderful. Just Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, just glorious, lovely. Yeah, yeah woman. Yes. yes. Mojo Raleigh made the save. That was and great. Rusev didn't give a shit, guys. <laughs> that was honestly one of my favorite moments of the entire night. Was was Raleigh coming out to his music, sprinting to the ring, and frothing <laughs> at the mouth three inches from Rusev's face, and Rusev doesn't blink. It's it was fantastic. I love it because like there was a great way of selling it too. Because Rusev knows he's going to Raw. Raleigh and Ryder are going <laughs> to SmackDown. They're never going to meet again. There's no reason for, for to to push you know to to sell either way. So it's just he just, just calmly decided to back out of the ring. Like I honestly, I think I'm done. Didn't I machka you like four years ago in NXT? I have nothing to prove. It was pretty great. <laughs> Uh, Rusev did not give he he was not hyped to say the least not in any shape form or fashion he was the absence of hype yes he he didn't care like I didn't even think about you know how he would be like you know dude what are you doing here I just wrestled a 10 minute match I'm not gonna face you jacked up on Adderall go get a wellness (laughs) test buddy yeah 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 Ojo Raleigh better watch out tomorrow is his first TV taping so yeah. You better watch out for the piss test, man. Um, That's true. Somebody says, can't believe Sean got A-Train on the podcast, Alex. That's right. That's me. That's a new <laughs> nickname for you, too. I mean, that fits I like you, it. A-Train. Hey. I like it. Yeah, I, sure. I'm partial, I'm partial to pow, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, either way, you know, can't go wrong. Either way, you're getting you're getting high marks in our comment section. And let me tell you, buddy, getting high marks on a YouTube comment section are not easy. Last no. week... Myself and Rob got an honest-to-God apology from a YouTube commenter, which is like, you know, two steps away from creating world peace. Wow. No, that's... Just, yeah. yeah. Shocking, to say the least. Unheard of. So we had all that. Then we had one of the best damn matches I have seen in quite some time in the WWE. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. I had some people say, you know, there were some botches in this match. Well, I hate to tell you. If you here, and here's, I'll break this down. I know my friend Vince Russo is going to come on the show Thursday, yes. and because of the two people that were in the ring, he's going to say, it's not believable. They're tumblers, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I don't know what's not believable about this because either if you want people to sell more, yeah. I hate to tell you, that's not believable because if I, I never see people in UFC fights sell. I watched Gilbert Melendez get his leg hacked at yeah. by Edson Barboza for three rounds, and he was doing his best to not sell for that. I mean, this was a match with a story. Yeah, it was a match with with excitement, with with cool moves, with 
right. with emotion. This was everything that I desire in a pro wrestling match. And that finish, hot damn, that finish where he just where Zayn sets Owens back up in the corner and boots him. I like it. Now, I think a couple things could happen. Um, either Owens and Zayn become like an odd couple team, or they are so inseparable beating the living shit out of each other that it forces a trade. And Stephanie McMahon and Mick Foley are like, we got to get you off this damn show. And SmackDown kind of takes advantage of that and gives them a little less because they know that they have the upper hand on the trade. I would love to see some, like, I don't know if you watched that movie Draft Day, but, like, some Uh really, like, some people taking advantage of on this show, but... Alex, what did you think of the of the match? Like I said, you covered it, yeah. Uh, so you got the you glued to your screen, I'm sure, as I was, not even covering it, just tweeting about it. Right. This was fun. Oh, it was beyond fun. Like it, it's it's the best match I think they've had on the main roster. Um, it it there were so many amazing moments in it. A, a friend of mine uh, uh, messaged me and said, if it wasn't for that botch, it would have been a perfect match. And I said, the fact that they took that botch. And used it to further tell the story with Zane selling his shoulder from the botch. Almost the negated the botch. On the fly, exactly. Just called it on the fly. And, to- and, and then Owens, because he's Owens and knows what he's doing, works the shoulder, which I don't think was necessarily part of the match until that point. Like it was, they almost negated the botch or even had the botch become like a part of the, of the actual in-ring storytelling. But yeah, everything all the way down to the finish was was fantastic like the the moment of stay down don't make me do this was slapping him and 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 zane just with the you know like come on come on bring it it was it was amazing and then the the thing with the, the first haluva kick just completely knocks owens out like he's out drooling on all over sammy zane's chest hair <laughs> and sammy's looks at him like oh you poor sob I'm going to do this to you again. I'm going to put you down for good. And he just props him back up. It, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. I have, bo- I have a bone to pick with you, Alex. Yeah. One of the rules, one of the rules that maybe some of our commenters may be surprised to hear. We don't generally allow people to wear wrestling shirts on this show, but you are wearing a shirt of a WWE Hall of Famer. That's true. Yes. Mr. How T. dare you? Damn. Well, you know, I, I don't necessarily I, – I associate him more with his boxing work as Clever ah. Lang than I do with his wrestling work, but there was maybe no – Maybe we can score an interview and put it – like do it as a, member, as a part of our crossover section, which is coming soon. We have forums coming, you guys, as if you all didn't get to talk enough shit on YouTube or the, the soon-to-be-updated uh, soon discus boards. You all are going to have forums. Forums. I'm all about it. Um, yeah, I loved Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Uh, this seemed like the end of their their feud, right. like their one-on-one, but they're going to be uh, you know, those guys that just go – like Triple H and Shawn Michaels, obviously not to that level. Right, right. But it's I, going I, to be a, a nonstop – it's going to be a feud they can always go back to. I really wouldn't put, put it past them for them to have like a loser leaves Raw match tomorrow. You know, just have, have Owens come out and say, okay, that's it. We're done. One more, and then if I lose, I'm gone. If you lose, you're gone. And, you know, they could put in another great one tomorrow, you know? Or, like you said, they could they – could, I really wanted them to, like, to just, I don't know, hug it out and, like, not actually have a finish. Just both of them on their knees, 
completely spent and realize that they're best friends and they'll do this forever unless they make up. I mean, that would have been great too, but I mean, the finish was so great. I mean, you, you, I, I love these guys and I can't wait to see where they go with it. Yeah, I always hate, you know, people will always tell me, ah, this match wasn't believable. And I can take, you show me any pro wrestling match outside of maybe UWFI or some, you know, straight like stuff where they're, just beating the living shit out of each other practically for real. And I'll be able to like poke holes in your match sure. because I've said it a million times. You want me to believe that people can't do like the moonsaults and things like that. But you want me to believe that a high level wrestler will stay in a chin lock for two minutes without <laughs> getting out of it. I'm supposed to believe that without any hooks in no well, rear naked choke, not underneath the chin. Well, Sorry, I don't believe that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if if Owens does take you to Chinlock City, it's hard to get an exit visa from Chinlock City. That's all I'm going to say. It is, it is, um, beautiful match. All I can really say, uh, just unbelievable. Poor Becky Lynch and Natalia got put oh, right man. after this, and I didn't they think just, it was a bad match or anything. No. I thought JoJo probably needed to do her homework. She announced it as a submission match. Uh, which would have been fine. It would have been absolutely be fine. I would have loved yeah. that. Yeah. But these two women transitioned in and out of submissions very well. The counters into the disarmor and the sharpshooter really liked that. Uh, I think I think these two work well together. I mean, probably also going to continue on SmackDown. They are together, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I just – I just, you know, and, and this, two- will, this will cause two programs, two female programs to be going on on WWE TV at the same time since Raw and SmackDown are split. Raw doesn't have to kind of force that second one, even though I'm sure they'll get it. Uh, But, yeah, what do you think of Natalia and Becky Lynch? Uh, I really liked it. Um, I love, you know, I'm really partial to Becky. Uh, I mean, (laughs) I really like all the stuff she does. I love, you know, the energy she brings to the ring. Um, You know, and she came in, you know, to to the match, you know, on fire. And then she got caught by Natty, who's a more experienced, uh, you know, uh, women's wrestler. And, and then she's worked the leg, a lot of really good, you know, uh, limb work. And, you know, always going for that sharpshooter. And Becky, you know, fighting back and fighting back and fighting back. And finally, there was that great, great thing where Becky had to crawl all the way across the ring to get out of the first sharpshooter. And then Natty wouldn't let her the next time. It was really good storytelling. It just, it's just total shame that they buried it right after... Owens and Zane. Like, there was no way to work out from that. Really should have been Darren Young and The Miz in this spot because <laughs> that shit was go- that shit was flat anyway. We'll get to that. <laughs> well, yeah. Natalia won with the sharpshooter. Becky tapped. Then we did get Darren Young and The Miz. And, yep. you know, this, this was weird. Like, I mean, it's, you know, weird. it's weird. This was the hottest crowd in a long time, and it's probably the weakest reaction that Darren Young's gotten in a long time since he, yeah. since that Battle Royal win. Uh, Maurice also looking excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, the yes. Miz came out wearing some weirdo mask. Don't know what that was. Yeah. Well, actually, um, yeah, that actually is a Commedia dell'arte mask from uh, Renaissance Italy. Of course you would know that. You're, you're I, in the I, business. I, yeah, yeah, uh, and so uh, it's it's actually the mask that represents the fool character. Uh, I don't think Miz knows that. I don't think anybody at at, at the end, at WWE knows that. But I uh, I was a theater major. I studied all that crap, and uh, yeah, I thought it was very 
cool little inside joke to anybody who does know what the hell that is. But uh, no, I'm sure he didn't know. I liked how uh, Cole and JBL had a full like two minute discussion about the works of Stanley Kubrick in the 1990s about the eyes wide shut and what a classic film apparently that was to uh, to JBL because I did not I did not peg uh, JBL as a eyes wide shut man. And uh, Michael Cole said that was 15 years ago, JBL. Just so, yeah. all the timely references. Yeah, this match fell flat, and uh, Miz Miz has been a terrific performer since he's he's returned yep. a, a while back. But um, the the ending happened when Backlund tried to prevent I think Maurice from leaving and got slapped, and he sold a former WWF World Champion yes, of several did. years sold for Maurice, and then mm-hmm. there was this weird thing where Darren Young snapped and. He didn't apply a cross-faced chicken wing. It was a Taz mission. He was, yeah, I don't know what it was. It looked like a million-dollar dream to me for a second. Yes, yeah, it, was, it was like a hybrid. It was like, yeah. it was like a hybrid of a million-dollar dream and a cross-faced chicken wing. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was really, I don't know. Yeah, but- the, yeah. It was the whole thing was weird. Like, like, uh, Backlund stopped Miz from just taking a powder and leaving, and then Miz got back in the ring, and then Maurice slapped Backlund, and Backlund stole, and then he hulked out and tried to tear off his shirt, but the suspenders prevented him from doing so. So, like, he just pulled the shirt up over his face, and he had his little sleeves, and he couldn't get out of them. And uh, and then Young snapped and, yeah, did the Million Dollar Dream. And I don't know if you noticed this. As he was backing up the ramp with Backlund, he did the old thing that Backlund used to do where he yes. looked at his hands like, what have I done? What what kind of power do I possess? Yes. I, I really appreciated that. But, but the whole thing is that I, I wonder if they just thought, well, one guy's on Raw and one guy's on SmackDown. This is never going to continue. Just, 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 just screw it up and finish in any way possible to not get a non-finish. Because we don't want to kill, you know, Darren Young's momentum, even though they did, you know. So yeah. it's kind of odd. I don't know. It was really weird. And now they're on different brands. So it's over by all it's accounts. Over. It's, it's done. done. Yep. Uh, don't know. Don't know. Um, weird ending for a feud that's in, that is ending. Yeah. We had the club versus Enzo Cass oh, and John Cena. Oh, my goodness. We had some special stuff out of Enzo and Cass. Wow. That was great. I, I want them to keep one up in themselves. Like, that was all fantastic. I mean, uh, Enzo just keeps getting, like, he adds more flame emojis to himself every time he goes out there. He is white hot fire. Like, some, some of the stuff he, he did tonight was, was, was just otherworldly. I, I, I couldn't even believe he got to certain places that he did. And then I love that... Like it shouldn't be that way because then you you have to you force Big Cass to follow him, and I thought Big Cass did some great stuff with the soccer mom stuff with you know you're gonna you're gonna pick up the kids from from Pee Wee soccer practice and drop them off at Raw and then you're gonna go to SmackDown like that was that was good but it, there's no way it can follow all the stuff that that Enzo was doing so yeah 
but all, yeah. both of them were great. Enzo unleashed the the soccer mom minivan jokes. It was yeah. you really got it. It's just I can't do it justice by even no. talking about it. No. I worried that when Enzo and Cass would come up to the main roster that he would run out of material. That isn't the case. And the no. fact that they are splitting the rosters really, really benefits these two, I think, Definitely. because they don't have to go out and use their material Monday and Tuesday night because very rarely you're going to have these guys come out and not cut a promo of that nature. Right. Yeah. It's part of their appeal. And unfortunately, you know, I drew a lot of comparisons to them and the New Age Outlaws. I thought they would be the Northern New Age Outlaws. Yeah. To me, they they have exceeded them on the mic because – they go one step further. Right. They do their, their whole spiel, but then in between, they do something completely different every time. Uh, yeah. Road Dog used to kind of do that. <laughs> I was a Road Dog mark back in the day. Like, oh, you didn't know? I'm that, that guy. That got me every time. But, but these guys are be- way better than that. I mean, they're, they, because, because not only do they have their, their set stuff they do every time, but then they add to it. All the time. It's always brand new. My favorite part of the whole beginning is that Cena never got on the mic. Yeah. He was just content to let these young guys work and do their amazing stuff and not kind of like get in the way. But, uh, yeah, that was great to see him pass the torch. I I mean, if that's not a torch passing, I don't know what is. Like, that was – yeah. Enzo, Cass, Cena win. I had somebody that complained about this, but, I mean – the club is going different directions right. now. Yeah, I mean, there's no nothing gained for them to win together. Meanwhile, um, you you have to give John Cena a win because he lost to AJ Styles, and they're right. going to run that back at SummerSlam by the yes. looks of it. Absolutely. Uh, both both of them are on SmackDown. Enzo and Cass, you know, they stay over because they're one of the hottest acts in wrestling right now. Um, yeah. Anderson and Gallows will be fine on Raw. Either they're they're going to they're there to do what they're going to do, and right. hopefully they do something with Balor. But uh, this wasn't like a great technical match by any means, no. but it was a great sports entertainment match yeah. that got the crowd crazy, right. accomplished a lot of things, furthered some storylines, got a couple people over, uh, advanced things towards SummerSlam. I had a lot of fun watching this match, Alex. Yeah, me too. I mean, there are, there are things that I'm always going to pop for in an Enzo and Cass match, even if I see them over and over again. Anytime Cass throws Enzo at somebody, I, I'm popping on my couch. Uh, if he if he throws them over the rope onto them on the outside, I'm popping even more. Uh, and and my favorite thing and my favorite move in all of wrestling for like the past month has been the cast big boot. Like mm-hmm. like he beheaded AJ Styles on the outside, and it was that was fantastic. I mean, it's it's so funny to like have him do a match with another guy who does a big boot like Luke Gallows, and have it be nowhere near as as quality as the big boot of a big cast. I mean, I had a friend who also complained like uh, Cena wins, LOL. But uh, he's he's. I mean, AJ took the super powered version of Cena's finisher to lose. Like that's that was a way of kind of protecting him while while burying him. You know what I mean? It's not it's not the same thing at all. So uh, I, I really am looking forward to their rubber match if that's what it is at SummerSlam. I mean, those are the two guys who were you know. Um, I mean with the exception of Ambrose, the, the two top guys on SmackDown. So I'm sure they're going to be working together for a while. Yeah. I, I was just so happy with this match. It was, it was right. entertaining. It was something different than we got throughout the rest of the show. And that's really what wrestling's about. We get a match like 
Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Then we get a match. Then we get a surprise like like Bailey showing up. Yeah. Then we get a good sports entertainment match out of these six guys. You think the club is going to do something with with Finn Balor? I don't know. I mean, I don't think right away. I think uh, first uh, which, tomorrow night. I think the first night that Balor is there, if he's there tomorrow night. I think there'd be a cool little thing of them backstage. Like maybe Finn Balor is talking to somebody backstage, like, you know, Renee Young or something. And then as the camera pans away, it's, it's uh, Gallows and Anderson. And it's like, Hey, welcome to the biz kid. You know, like something like that, like shows that they know each other, but they have history, but it it only starts. It doesn't like, because so many of the people who watch raw have no idea about stuff that goes on in new Japan. So you have to start the germ and then let it like blossom from there. But uh, I, I think it would be kind of cool to see them do something together. But personally, I feel like they're going to, they might be just having, they're putting the cruiserweight title on Finn and letting him like anchor that division for a while, because I, I can't see uh, Vince going, yeah, let's, let's absolutely insert the 190 pound guy into our world heavyweight championship division. I just don't see Vince. okaying that right off the bat. Guys, a reminder to go visit Fightful.com. I know there's some issues with like registering for accounts and stuff. When you when that is fixed this week, our tech team will be back in tomorrow. Uh, you'll be able to access exclusive content. We'll probably be doing some exclusive podcasts that will show up as unlisted on the YouTube. By the way, subscribe to our YouTube page if you all already haven't. Uh, you know, thousands of you guys have watched this, and we already have like 1,300 subscribers. But hey, uh, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Show us some love. But yeah, once you register on Fightful.com, you'll get access to Vince Russo's articles, which will be becoming exclusive content. Absolutely free, no credit card needed, anything like that. You'll also get stuff from Showdown Joe. We're going to have a lot of like pro wrestlers, MMA fighters, people like that, doing like guest articles, guest podcasts, things of that nature. In talks with some interesting people. Uh, still bringing more on more guys onto the team. Of course, we have uh, Alex doing some recaps and great news stories about Bears getting the shit beat out of them. That's right. So that's always cool. Uh, so definitely check out Fightful.com. Spread the word. Help us out. If you all want this site to be successful, if you all want this to be more of what you want, uh, then share the page. I had somebody asked me earlier, why would you leave – and start a new site. I didn't start the site. Another guy started the site. A guy from Toronto started the site. He put the team together. I'm the editor of the site, the the managing editor. So how dare how dare I take a new how, job? How dare you, Sean Rossap? How dare you? How dare I move to a new site and get a dozen great people <laughs> to help me with this this how dare I how get people jobs? How dare, dare you? How dare I? Yeah, fightful.com guys, go there. Go. Go look at all of our stuff. If you don't like MMA, wrestling, or boxing, you can filter that shit out. I don't care. Yeah. Just click the tab. Click the tab. I don't care. We're covering it all, though. Yep. We're even covering main event and superstars. Yeah. Very well, mind you. You do good. Oh, thank good. You. Yeah, I, I got to be completely honest. I, I think August 6th, I'm going to a wedding and a housewarming party so the site will be unmanned by me and it's alex and carlos and ryan and all those plebs that are going to be in control of the the stuff carlos is going to be covering ufc so many wacky hijinks are going to happen while you're gone boss i'm nervous i've been putting in 70 to 80 hour weeks lately so man and alex has been up working on stories at three in the morning 
Yep. I'm a night owl, so. Me too. But, me yeah, too. Definitely. People always ask me that. They're like, why do you go to bed so late and then wake up so late? Well, the reason why I do that being on the East Coast is WWE and UFC don't really like to break news early in the morning. Right. They like to break news like 11 and after because the West Coast, if you break news on the East Coast at 8, then the West Coast sees it at 5. So, yeah, m- more news breaks late at night than early. Also, you get those UFC shows that have me up till 4 or 5 in the morning covering post-show stuff. So, right. yeah, that, that's why I uh, keep those hours. More from Battleground, Chris Jericho, Randy Orton. Randy Orton in pants. It is a yeah. new era. <laughs> he was like your fun uncle. Like it didn't, it didn't make – it's not the guy I remember punting dudes in the head. But, the story is he wore pants. So that means yeah. the streak is over. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. over. It's over. Yeah. The long he, national nightmare is over. Now, I'm not saying that Randy Orton cut a promo as good as The Rock, but his sense of humor was very much Rock-esque yeah. with Chris Jericho, where he kind of clowned on him a little bit and talked yeah. about the hair and all that. Yeah. I liked it. I originally came into this segment saying the only way that I would be interested in Orton is if he adopted like the Legend Killer persona right. again and just destroyed Orton, which he did that, but, you know... Yeah, And this is another thing that, I, I mean, it won't lead anywhere because they're on different brands, I right. assume. Yeah. I mean, that's, Unless they're undermining the idea of the draft already. I guess. I, I, I don't, I mean, if, if by the end of SummerSlam they're already going back to Raw Super Shows, you know this whole thing is like falling apart. But, uh, I mean, uh, part of me wanted Orton to come out and just kind of be like old Orton. And he comes out and doesn't say anything. And Jericho goes into his one of his like crazy four minute monologues, and then just ends with a big drink it in man. And Randy's just standing there, and RKO's him and walks out. Like yeah. that to me would have been a, a bigger like oh well now I want to see that guy face Brock Lesnar. But sure. he would this, have to continue that on SmackDown right, as well, right. in my opinion. So he should just RKO dudes left and right, never have an actual match until SummerSlam. I would yeah, just running in an R- RKO and guys that that would have been how I would have built up for for SummerSlam. But this was not that. I I I would have I would have traded this for that. But this did have one thing that I loved, which was it takes twenty suplexes to get to Suplex City, but only one RKO to get to hashtag Viperville. <laughs> Viperville is the new destination spot, <laughs> and the WWE. And then, of course, only one arcade to get to Viperville. No enhancements required. Now, funny that he says that. Yeah. Because in March 2007, there was a Sports Illustrated article that exposed several, several WWE talents at the time. Orton was alleged to have uh, obtained clomiphene citrate, anastrozole, stenozolol, nandrolone, testosterone, and oxandrolone. So, uh... Those, those things are not Adderall. <laughs> they are, indeed are not Adderall. Um, not Adderall. <laughs> was, do, you, do you think... I mean, Jericho's reaction was was pretty pretty interesting. Like, I think you might have to pay for that one. or Was that a... That wasn't a shoot in any way. Like, that wasn't Randy going off script. No, he had to have gotten clearance. Like that had to have gotten the clearance for that because that was 
I mean, that was I just mean, so unexpected. Is- I did not, I did not expect them to go to that for Brock Lesnar because it, you know, like that's all. Now, now you got to deal with it. Now you got to deal with I it mean, for, the, for the build up to it. You know, I mean, in addition to the five or six other substances, Randy Orton was outed for having obtained the same substance in which Brock Lesnar tested positive for. Yeah, but that was in two thousand and seven. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, it's old news. Yeah, man. <laughs> the WWE be- is expect people have to have to have and use Google. That would no, that's not possible. So. And not to mention that he also suspended 60 days in 2012 for his second violation. He wasn't even given a violation for the aforementioned uh, Sports Illustrated thing. So, yeesh, yeesh. So, uh, it got a good reaction. So, it it used it. They used it to build up the match. Good for them. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Yeah. And then, and then we got the RKO that we all knew we were going to get. Sure. Everyone, and, it had to happen, so I'm glad we got to see it. And while I still think Brock Lesnar's going to win, um, yes. his failure certainly does. It, it raises that, that sense of unpredictability up a little bit, even though right. it's not to the levels in which it's like, okay, Orton's going to win because he, he's not. But No. No. Then, but he is, he is going to counter an F5 into an RKO. Oh, I hope he uh, should. And the, bar- and the Barclays Center will tear itself apart in reaction to that yeah. spot. It's going to be great, he but he's not going to win. <laughs> that should be a thing. I mean, he's he's got a real chance to be at the top of the card again, given yeah. this brand split. Especially on SmackDown. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Shield triple threat. I really thought this match would main event a WrestleMania as a first-time mm-hmm. match. Right. It was certainly WrestleMania quality in yeah. the ring. Unbelievable yeah. match. Just so good. Post wellness test, Roman Reigns can't finish power bombs. Apparently, he struggles. Yeah. He struggles. Yeah. Also, he, he, he needs the Adderall to focus. Don't you see? <laughs> when he's pulling the people for the power bombs. Speaking of uh, power bombs, I would like very much for Dean Ambrose to never try to do a Hurricane Rana. No. To reverse no. a running power bomb again. No. Regular no. ones, sure. Fine, sure. But not. The uh, running power bomb. It's a little too dangerous for my liking. Don't do that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't talk talk about that crazy spot earlier, that Sami Zayn brain buster on the apron. That was crazy. That was crazy. That's the type of thing that I would only like to see done once a night. Darren Young did not need to do his backdrop on the apron in their match. To be fair, he's been listening to you, and he didn't do it in the first two minutes of a match on Superstars. And the so, first two minutes of an opening match on Superstars. That's, that's that. right. He saved it for near the end of a match on a pay-per-view. So, How long have you been watching Superstars regularly? Just since you've uh, worked here? Or? Uh, no, I mean, I because, I, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on. I used to put it on the background. It's on Hulu or whatever uh, just to see. Because, you know, there's, there's two five-minute matches. So if you fast-forward, sure. it's ten minutes of wrestling. So if I'm sitting there yeah. eating lunch or something, I'll put it on, and then it's over. Easy so, show to cover. Right, exactly. And I mean, even though it's just to watch, like some occasionally there are good matches on Superstars. It happens once in a blue moon. There was a match like a month ago between Corbin and Swagger, of all yeah. people, that was really, really good, like high quality. And, you know, nobody's ever going to see it. So, but it was kind of a, it was, if I want a wrestling fix, you know, and I've already seen Raw and SmackDown. It may have been good for that too, or was. It yeah, may not it be anymore. Ryder and better. Stardust had a good match on uh, Superstars too. Yeah. But usually the formula is they start off, you get the 
four-minute opening match. Then you That's get right. like a ten-minute main yeah. event or an eight-minute main event. Yeah. Enough yeah, about superstars. Enough yeah, about superstars. Too much of that. The Shield had a triple threat match. They did. We're burying the lead here. <laughs> yeah, and, and it kept they kept doing cuts to the Raw and SmackDown locker rooms, yeah. watching, which which kind of played in comically at the end. As I mentioned, you covered this. What would you think of the match? Did it live up to your expectations? Did it exceed your expectations? What did you think? Well, um, the thing that, that was interesting to me about it was that uh, it felt like they had been talking about what they would do if in a match between the three of them since long before Seth turned on them. Like it felt like they had the, these spots that were planned out. There were, too, there were too many things that they had worked out at some point in the performance center. There was a thing where, uh, where, uh, like, Reigns uh, super punched Rollins directly after that. He got perfectly timed a wacky clothesline from from Ambrose off the ropes. Like all these things were were really really well put together. Um, and I, I I was honestly very surprised, like you were, that it wasn't a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam match. But um, I'm uh, I'm very very interested in to see in when the the second time this happens like when's that going to be because you know there's going to be a shield triple threat part two and uh and when that happens it's going to be uh even better than this one it has to be you know there's going to build on it uh i really really loved a lot of the things in this match yeah this this was the match that i wanted i really think that it could have headlined a wrestlemania on its own uh it's one of those few matches that as a first time match WrestleMania could have taken because I think that's something that misses on a lot of pay-per-view matches because they run everything back like three or four times. There are never just any one-off matches. Right. And I think this could have been one or it could have headlined a couple of WrestleManias given sure. the characters in play. Um, it's just an unbelievable match. Ambrose won clean. Clean. After being, whistle. After being, you know, beaten down essentially as the, he's the third guy of the shield for the last couple of years. He yeah. gets the wins when they mean the most. That's he right. outdid Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins last month. Then he yep. outdid them this month and took the title to SmackDown. We had everybody celebrating. Kind of weird to see Roman Reigns' cousins lifting up Dean Ambrose on their shoulder. That was wrong, man. It was weird. It was, it was not right. Yeah, no, that was not okay. Like, you can't have him feud with, with AJ Styles about and make it the – uh, you know, the bloodline, and then, oh, no, 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 Br- brand loyalty is much thicker than blood. You know what I mean? That just, that didn't work out for me. Uh, it was a weird ending. Like, it was this thing of, like, like it wasn't that Ambrose won the match. It was that SmackDown won the match. And I, I honestly wonder if this, if this, the way that they decided to finish it wasn't determined by the fact that everybody after the draft seemed to think that Raw totally you know, buried SmackDown in the amount sure. of, like, it was a much big, Raw looks like the much bigger show. So in order to combat that perception, we're going to keep the title on a SmackDown guy. Biggest news of the night, Virgil was backstage. <laughs> so that happened. Yep. He got his meat sauce. Uh, so that happened. Also, you know, we had Mojo Raleigh and Bailey show up. Dean Ambrose going over clean. SmackDown getting a much-needed win. I'm excited to see how Raw and SmackDown play out this week. Me too. Uh, with these rosters, because, I mean, we've seen some pretty thin Monday Night Raws, and now we're chopping that roster in half. Yeah. 
So they're going to have to do something different. I don't know if they institute a cruiserweight title, what they do there. I don't know if we get answers about a women's title, about a, another world title, about what, what the hell happens with the tag team titles. Yeah. I don't want two versions of all of these titles again. I really no, I don't. don't. I don't want it either. I, 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 my prediction is that is that you're going to have Stephanie pout and, and insist on creating a second world title for Raw since Dean has it on SmackDown. Like it's it, that it'll be Stephanie kind of healing it to get to that point. Um, and I don't know how they determine it. Maybe it's a tournament. Maybe they just decide, oh, it's Roman versus Rollins. I don't know. But I think that Intercontinental stays on SmackDown. I think the U.S. title stays on Raw. And I hope that the women's title and the tag titles float back and forth. Yes, I do too. I thought this was an awesome show. Yeah. I thought it, it, it followed a formula that I thought was, was very, very good. In hour one, you had a – and it doesn't have to follow this formula per se, but – you had something cool in each hour. In hour one, you had a big surprise, and I had somebody say, "Everybody knew it was going to be Bailey." No, everybody didn't no, know it was going to be no, Bailey. No, 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 no. Nobody. I, I was I'm not saying they nobody did. It all over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was not a foregone conclusion that it was going to be Bailey by any means until this afternoon. Bailey debuted, maybe a one-off. That's cool. You got a big surprise. Hour two, you saw a classic match between Zayn yeah. and Owens. Hour, hour two and three, kind of, you got a fun entertainment match. Yep. Six-man tag. Then you got a badass main event with a cool finish yeah. that left you wondering what is going to happen next. What is going to happen on yeah. Raw? How the is Raw entry. going to answer this? Yeah. It's very important. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really can't, ima- I can't remember a, a pay-per-view like this that everyone just assumed was going to be this throwaway pay-per-view with a great match at the end of it. Uh and then because that and all, all the matches kind of impressed. I mean, even even you know, well, not not Darren Young and the Miz, but even even Natty and Becky coming right after Sammy and Owens, like they they gave it their all and made it immediately a good match. It pales in comparison to what it had to follow, but it still was a good match. Like all the p- part, parts of the show, I felt like were were really intriguing, really good. Uh, and I mean, it had two fantastic classic matches in there. Guys, submit your questions. We'll answer a few before we go. Um, yeah, this Monday night raw episode tomorrow, it, it's, it's interesting to me because like I said, I don't know what direction that raw is going to go. I don't know how they're going to answer not having a world title. Right. Cause you know, they're not going to elevate like an intercontinental title just based on it's, it's raw. It's right. raw. They're going to have a world title on that show. Yes. They have to because perception is reality. If people right. perceive that it's less then it, it uh, then it won't then it, it that's that's how it'll go. People ask if um, we counted the number of ring bumps. No, we didn't. But I think it was like three or four. Yeah. Somebody says Sean. Why is Booker T always drunk? I don't know. I don't think he's always drunk. I just think he's a little different. <laughs> well, you know, he's he's got to be a little lubricated to give his shucky ducky quack quack pick of the yeah. Night. People ask if Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are going to come to WWE. I think they might after next or after this year and they want to come together. Kenny Omega has said that he wants to bring the bucks with him. People also say, we were also asked what kind of set design do you expect from Raw and SmackDown? I don't care if they change the sets. If they do, that's fine. But ultimately that's a lot of labor, uh, a lot of more money that WWE would spend 
And it's like, where, where do you want them to spend their money? Do you want them to send, spend thousands of dollars every week on sets? No. Or do you want them to sign guys like AJ Styles? I'm not saying that right. one prohibits the other. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's just unnecessary. They've got an HD screen. They can put a damn <laughs> fist on the HD screen if they want. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. If, if they're going to change the, the sets at all, I want them to bring back the big fist. That's what I want. Indeed. Guys, uh, we will be back tomorrow night. I will be here with Rob of Shakedown Ropes. Be sure to check that out. Go to Fightful.com. Also, we have audio feeds. Direct download. We have uh, the streaming. You can uh, subscribe to our RSS feed. We will be up on iTunes and Stitcher hopefully soon. Uh, Subscribe to our YouTube, of course. Visit our great sponsor, DraftBeast.com, for the best in fantasy sports. And go to our podcast page, Fightful.com slash podcast. I think it's Fightful.com slash podcast. If not, just go to Fightful.com and go to the damn podcast page. It's not that difficult. Yeah. Click that link, that on it link. Go there. Become a super genius like yours truly with this on it alpha brain. It's what you want, my friends. You too could podcast for 11 straight days and not sleep if you had alpha brain. That's right. You you know what? Seth Rollins hasn't failed a drug test. He takes on it. Mm -hmm. Hot damn, guys. Go click that link, Fightful.com. Go there. Enjoy boxing, MMA, wrestling. We cover it all. We're doing it all. Alex, I want to thank you so much for joining us, my friend. Thank you for having me. Guys, again, Fightful.com. Do it or I will just harass you until you do. Subscribe to that YouTube page, guys. Until next time, we are out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.